This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Lauren Matini, an orthopedic spine surgeon at Fox Valley Orthopedics and founder of Boss Lady Docs. Dr. Matini, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about, and I'm really excited about the conversation today just to learn more about Boss Lady Docs and what you're doing in the orthopedic specialty. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure thing. So I am a orthopedic spine surgeon. I work at Fox Valley Orthopedics, which is a private practice in the Chicago suburbs. Um, And I practice all of spine. I also do general orthopedics for my community hospital. But what I've been most excited about in the last few years is I have been able to create a group of all women physicians in a chat method, as well as in a in-person meetup where we can support each other, help our patients and grow our community health in our region. So I am uh, doing all spine surgery, but I'm also really um, passionate about promoting physician wellness and access to our community health. Well, that's amazing to hear. And, you know, I'd love to learn more about Boss Lady Docs. Where did the idea for that come from? How did you develop that group? And what really has been most beneficial so far? So this was inspired through our lack of contact during the COVID pandemic. I had joined Fox Valley in 2020, which seems a little silly and scary all at the same time to change practices during the pandemic. But in doing so, I was isolated like everyone else, and most of my communication with my referral sources and my colleagues was via text message. So Boss Lady Docs came around as a small group of women physicians that were striving to communicate and uh, really looking for access to each other during this time. And so what I did was just create a chat group for all of us to communicate. And then when we were able to meet up in person, we started doing basically monthly happy hours. And that was just to um, get together when we can, um, provide space that was safe for us to communicate. And over the last three years, it has grown now to 215 physicians in this chat group. And we have an annual holiday party. And so the inspiration was just for communication and connection and it has really developed into something spectacular where we're able to find um, referral sources and referral space for our patients, um, connect and access these specialists and subspecialists in different areas in our neighborhood, allow for uh, very young physicians who are just getting started in our neighborhoods to have access to each other um, and provide for physician wellness. We strive to support each other, develop each other's uh, practices, and help each other in professionally and our personal lives. I love 
love that. I think it's, you know, so important to have that connection and really that support system, especially as you're, you know, going through a time so tough as the pandemic was. And then still there are a lot of big challenges in healthcare today that, you know, really need a lot of support and connection. And I can imagine that dovetails into a lot of your interest with the physician wellness. How have you seen things change through the pandemic and, you know, over the last year, especially now that we're somewhat on the other side of it and looking ahead? Um, how have things changed and what do you see uh, still a need for going forward? So I don't think that there's been too much change per se where I am still seeing physicians um, burn out from healthcare in general. Uh, I have heard from some of the women in my group that this group kind of saved them from that burnout and they were able to maintain uh, their space in healthcare because of this connection, which is obviously extremely inspiring to hear. But I still think that in healthcare in general, we have a lot of issues that we are facing as physicians in trying to treat our patients um, in the best way that we know how. But uh, in orthopedics, as you see a ton, we are getting insurance denials for things that kind of don't make any sense. Um, we are constantly battling the insurance companies for payment. We are uh, annually watching Medicare cut our pay. And so we have significant challenges as physicians to be advocates for our patients. I think there is so much more that needs to be done for the benefit of our patients. And I think that they are the ones truly that are hurting in all of this. And it's not changing just yet. So I think there's a ton of work that still needs to be done. But what I am uh, excited is that Boss Ladies provides a space for our women physicians in my communities to access each other and hope to make more informed and beneficial decisions for our patients and provide them with access. That's amazing to hear. And, you know, for women uh, physicians who are hearing about this and, um, you know, maybe haven't really realized it existed or thinking, I would love to have something like this in my community. Um, could you talk a little bit about how they can connect, even if they're not, you know, local around the Chicagoland area, but still connect and, and um, you know, potentially build something like this within their local communities? I think that's a great idea. And we have physicians in the group have talked about how to spread this to other areas. It's very simple. Um, I am uh, accessible, obviously, through social media. I have a LinkedIn profile, which you can access me there. I have an Instagram account for Boss Lady Docs. I have an Instagram account for me personally. Uh, and so um, I, I try to be as accessible as possible. All of the doctors in my group have my cell phone number, as do most of the people in my community. Uh, physical therapists, chiropractors, et cetera. Um, but I think it's extremely important for women just to know that you can start something very similar like this. I just use the WhatsApp um, chat group. It provides me with access to add over 200 physicians to the same chat. Uh, iMessage doesn't do that. So uh, that's where we, we moved platforms. Um, but it is truly just a simple, easy way of connecting by getting everyone's cell phone number, putting each other all on the same chat group, and being able to uh, text each other and communicate with each other without really any agenda, right? So as long as you have a, a non-agenda platform, we are not political, we're not religious, we are truly just women and just physicians, so we create a safe space for everyone to communicate 
And it's just as simple as that. But if there are women across the country here who want to learn more about how they can do that in their community, they, they can certainly message me through social media. That's amazing here. A true grassroots effort just to really connect and, and do good things and make sure that you're able to connect and communicate um, and, and move initiatives forward, especially thinking about the patients and what's going to be best for them and the community. Now, um, from your perspective, too, being an spine surgeon, that is, you know, a specialty that has been dominated by men for years and still is primarily a male-dominated specialty. When you look at spine and orthopedics, have you seen any efforts there to, um, you know, bring more women in? Or is there anything that, you know, um, you have really felt like has been helpful or, or successful in uh, bringing women into the specialty? So that's a tough question, I guess. There are women in spine and orthopedics. There are more women spine surgeons as neurosurgeons from training. Um, orthopedics is right now the lowest represented subspecialty of women. And I truly believe that spine is the lowest of the low. Um, I call myself a unicorn because I am truly uh, kind of a, um, a mythical creature in the world of spine. But there are I think probably a, a growing number of women going into spine. I am seeing that. And I think part of it is just seeing other women do it and knowing that you're capable of doing it. Um, some of the literature that's come out um, in different countries and in different areas in the U.S. are demonstrating that women surgeons have better outcomes. And I think that's extremely amazing to see. I find that we are compassionate. We are dedicated. We have um, a different look on, on patients in some fashion, not to knock my men. I have male mentors and all male mentors of that because I am uh, a solo woman uh, in, in the Chicago area in regards to orthopedic spine. And so you can identify with your male mentors in spine, even though you don't have female mentors as I have, and really learn that uh, spine surgery can be a way of your future if that's what you choose. There are certainly other aspects of um, ways to get into orthopedics as a, a young woman. There is the Ruth Jackson Society that is all women orthopedic surgeons. There is a Perry Initiative that may be in your neighborhood or your city, which encourages young women in both high school and college to go into the fields of engineering and orthopedics. So there are aspects of a community service that are doing really good work to try to demonstrate to young women and young girls that orthopedics can be an option for you. It is not just a boys club um, and we can truly be unicorns in our field. That's great to hear and, and definitely um, love the unicorn status for sure. Um, it's so important, as you mentioned, to have women within the field that others can see and, and really relate to as they're thinking about what specialties they want to choose. And with that in mind, you know, for um, young women who are entering into the medical field, trying to become physicians and, and figure out exactly what they want to do, what advice do you have for them um, to really, you know, navigate their careers, especially right now, which is such a unique time in healthcare? So when I would talk with young women in the Perry Initiative experience, those are high school and college, or prior medical students, um, or even young residents, 
I say, you can do anything a man can do, right? You can do anything the boys can do. I have three older brothers um, and a younger sister, and I was never told by anyone that I couldn't do anything. And usually if I was told I couldn't do something, it just gave me more ammunition to get it done. But realistically speaking, you can do anything. If it's something you want to do, if it's something you are called to, if it's something that you're encouraged to do, then why not give it a try? Um, if you've got the grades and the courage and uh, the you know, gumption to do it, then it's yours. Find a way to get it done. Find a way to be an orthopedic surgeon. Find a way to be an oncologist if that's what it is. Um, anything you want to do is yours. So my, my advice to young women is the world is your oyster, right? You've got access to do anything and everything, and why not give it a try? Just because maybe someone told you you can't doesn't mean it's, it is impossible. What a great message to share and certainly important to, to note. And while growing up with three older brothers, I can imagine that wasn't always easy, but uh, definitely seems like it served you well. They, they beat me up a lot as a kid, as you can imagine. So <laughs> all with luck. <laughs> of course, of course. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mattini. It's been amazing to hear from you. Is there anything else you wanted to leave us with or share with us about Boss Lady Docs or, or any of the other um, projects that you're working on currently in physician wellness or community health? So um, just recently, Boss Lady Docs was awarded a community outreach award by Advocate Aurora Health for our work on our community service and physician wellness. I am so proud that we have been recognized in our area as our group of over 200 physicians who are working together to make our community better and ensure that our physicians are staying active in their physician wellness. So that is something I'm extremely proud of. I wanna give a shout out to Dr. Tana and Dr. Dillon who are my partners in this project and they have really been my co-host so to speak and um, uh, help in developing this project over the last couple of years. They've really been inspiring and I'm just so happy that uh, all of the doctors who are involved in this have, provide, have been provided benefit from it and continue to use it to support each other. That's amazing to hear. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us in really a powerful episode here of the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Dr. Mantini, I appreciate it and I hope we're, we're able to connect again soon and talk about some additional successes uh, in the future. Thank you so much for having me. This was really wonderful. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.